everybody, this is Matthew and Warren Alabastro, and we're talking real estate this morning. Um, Warren, what do you think about uh, you're seeing any trends or anything that uh, of note lately in the news about real estate? Uh, yes, I think there's a uh, uh, an obvious movement for people to uh, rent uh, apartments rather than purchase. Uh, it, it's extended itself into an age group that normally would be uh, forming uh, households where they would have a real interest in buying a home, they're starting families. I think that the, uh, the, as far as real estate investment is concerned, it's a positive thing. <clears throat> We've experienced this in the past. Eventually it breaks out where people uh, want more room, they want the uh, ability to uh, not be contained by one-year leases or whatever and uh, constantly having their rent increased and their services diminished. I think that the, uh, the overall picture, which has always been the American dream for home ownership, is still there. I think it, it's just a matter of time when we'll have a, a program that will begin to instill confidence and uh, bring about a real uh, program to uh, have people, again, purchasing single-family homes in bigger numbers than they do now. So you're seeing a lot more rental properties go up. That's good for real estate investment. Um, I guess you're seeing that th throughout a lot of different towns in the United States. Uh, but you think eventually that will turn back into more of uh, a buyer's uh, buyer's market where, uh, where more people are buying and, and they're looking for single-family homes just because of a lot of the uh, push and pull of what they've had before, schools and more room and uh, just owning their own property, huh? I believe so. Uh, the uh, preponderance of the uh, interest in buying condominiums in the city shows you the difference between rental properties and properties that are owned by individuals uh, that have been broken up into condominiums. The condominium is, has much more a sense of pride. The place is usually in better condition, better maintenance, uh, there are constant improvements. The uh, rental properties, no matter how hard they try, their goal is to uh, get as much income out of the building as they can. So many times uh, things that normally should be addressed are put off, they're def called deferred maintenance. Uh, those issues, you know, although they, they may not seem to be that much of a uh, of a obstacle for a lot of people, it really makes a difference in, in city life. Uh, there, currently there is a real uh, desire to be back living in the city. Uh, I think the city needs to adjust to that. Uh, there's still Many of them are still operating on the uh, their turn of the century, 1920 type of proposals where, where there was, you know, everybody was crammed in on small properties and uh, uh, limited uh, space for parking and limited space for parks. I think that'll all have to change. Absolutely. Is there any uh, particular market that you've been paying attention to that uh, you know you think worthy is worthy for investors, or uh, just seems to be an area of high growth? Well, uh, it, 
within the last uh, you know, 10 to 15 years, we've seen tremendous growth on both coasts, both in California and on the East Coast, New York, uh, Washington, D.C., Florida. Uh, those areas are uh, uh, real attractive to many people that are immigrating to the United States. Uh, they're very interested in investing in those areas. I think that the sleepers are really more in the Midwest, in places like Chicago, Cleveland, uh, where you have uh, uh, in, uh, a climate that probably is not as attractive as either coast, but at the same time offers uh, better values, uh, probably a better lifestyle, uh, less congestion, and, uh, and as time goes on will uh, prove to be a good place to uh, live and, uh, and make purchases. Well, thanks a lot. And that was Warren and Matthew Alabastro. We were talking real estate today. We'll see you next time.